another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. How's it going? It's going! Evil Dead! Yeah, man. Evil Dead I can't dead wait. Time. Evil Dead time. Now, before we get into the Evil Dead, let's talk about... <laughs> Something not movie related. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, I was going to say, so we have an Evil Dead contest. Uh, we got four codes to give away, and then I'm giving away a fifth code in a separate Patreon contest yet to be TBD. Uh, so we got these codes. We need to come up with a contest. I was trying to think of one. I was racking my brain all day. And I came up with two. One is okay. one is <laughs> one I feel like is we're gonna be asking for trouble. And it it was sold. Sales. <laughs> it was give us your own like you know how like the deadites like they've got some fucking they got some bangers, they got some what do you would you call punchlines? Some jokes, one-liners. Yes, one-liners, one-liners. Thank you. We got some one-liners, and I was like, "Oh, maybe we should have people send in like their own deadite catchphrase. Like you could plug it into a scene. You could do something like that." But also, I'm a, I'm really afraid of what we're gonna get <laughs> with that. <laughs> Just insane shit. Um, so then I was like, "Well, maybe we could play it safe," and I. After writing down the play it safe, I was like, oh, I actually kind of like that. But you tell me what you think, which one we should do. Uh, which is the second one is give us your favorite Evil Dead moment from watching the movies. It doesn't. Even, it could be a fond memory. It could be like fucking scared the shit out of you. Because I'd kind of like to read those on the air. Okay. I like that. You like that one? I'm kind of with the chaos. All right, let's go with the I'm chaos. Let's go. Or wait, or do we do just both. do both? <laughs> do both. So, <laughs> toe to toe, toe to toe. You could do one or the other, or do both, and send to it both. to us. It must be. It must, it must be, be both. both. Do not send me one without the other. <laughs> send us your favorite dead. Or well, not favorite. Just send us a, an original deadite catchphrase. It could be anything. Yes. You know. Preferably Any- in makeup. <laughs> not, oh, not even look, typed up. Look like, uh, look dude. Like if a you send us a video, if you send us a video of you doing a dead no, night, no, it has to be video. It has to be fucking video. The, the weed out the week. You have to be committed to the bit. Okay. Yeah, so look like a dead eye. <laughs> I will give people the option to opt out and just do the moment too. But, God. but, but, but. <laughs> You're going to be low on the list. You're going to be low on the list. It will help you greatly if you look like shit and you deliver a line. <laughs> Hang on. I got to fucking, I got to turn off the phone and buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. How do I do that? I don't know. Hopefully that works. We will find out. Uh, 
So that's the contest. Send that over to us. We will pick the winners uh, in a couple of weeks, and we will they will be announced on the May. Th- oh wait, is there even a show that week? No, there's not a show that week. Fuck. Uh I don't know what we'll do. We'll we'll announce it at the end of the month. End of like story. Real- oh wait, we don't even have to announce it on the show. What am I talking about? You'll get your code if you want, and then you'll f- find out a week later. <laughs> As the horror show does. Perfect. (laughs) And by the way, this contest, I'm sure they love this fucking long-winded intro. Uh, This contest is brought to you by New Line Cinema's Evil Dead Rise. Yes. Uh, Evil Evolves in Evil Dead Rise, a tale of two estranged sisters in a primal battle for survival. Own Evil Dead Rise now on digital. You can head over to EvilDeadRiseMovie.com and they're on social media at Evil Dead. At Evil Dead. Yeah. There you go. So thank Dude, you. People guys. are people are like hyped for us about this. I got a lot of messages. It's a it's an exciting thing, man. Like, you know, like it's like a franchise that's like, hey, we want your help Which to is- promote that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'd be hyped for us too. Fucking <laughs> two scrubs came in form sentences. Evil Dead reaching out, barely putting it together every week. Um, <laughs> now, barely keeping it together. Speaking of Sam Raimi's first movie, boy, is that a tale of oh, you wanna, how you they go write it? How they <laughs> made that? I don't. I don't have anything else to say. I'm. I, we got. There's like so much behind the scenes stuff and like I don't think we can go scene by scene, but we can give it a whirl because there are some cool things and it will tie into next week, which I think we'll have a little bit less. Um Yeah, I just I just wanted to give a shout out to uh Ben, Creator Destructor Records and oh, yeah. uh, a Wilhelm Scream, because they were they're kind enough to to hang with us before their show in the Palladium. Uh great people at a great time at their show and you know means the world to us that Ben was rocking our gear on stage, you know? That was cool as fuck. Cool as fuck. Great guys. Go check them out. If you're going to have fun. Like, those guys shred, man. Yeah, no, that was... Uh, they they are not uh, pulling any punches up there. No. Super fun. So, if they're in your area, and even if you're not familiar with them, check them out. Buy the yeah. merch. And uh, shout out to Ben. Shout out to Trevor. Great time. Good time had by all. That was That was a good show. Um, yeah, good catch, good catch on that. Sorry about it, guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, all right. Uh, so Evil Dead, yeah, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 1981 ish, but I don't think that's true. I think it actually came out in 83. Well, okay, so it, it premiered at one theater. In Detroit in '81, like Sam, Sam yeah. wanted to have like a grand opening, and it did. It played, but then it didn't have theatrical release till '83. Okay, which by the way, we just—that means we just passed its anniversary, mm. just a couple weeks ago. We are good like that without yeah. even trying. That's crazy, because um, it was April fifteenth. April, yep. I think I have it somewhere. April fifteenth, nineteen eighty-three. That's insane. Um, so lots and lots of behind the scenes stuff. I had read uh, Bruce Campbell's book uh, of chins could kill. And 
it had so much amazing information about this. Uh, none of it that I really remember, except some of the drawings. Because he included, I know, he included, um, like, the sketches, the original sketches of these bizarre and elaborate, um, what would you even call it, like, camera equipment that they were making from wood and shit. And, like, rubbing, like, fucking petroleum jelly all over wood and just slide the fucking camera down to give it those smooth shots. Uh, yeah. Now, wait, actually, before I get into this, real quick, what are, you, what are your thoughts about this movie, like, visually? Oh, dude, I mean, I'm going to be – I'm the ultimate fanboy. I, I posted it yesterday on my Instagram Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Evil Dead 1981. Those are my top three horror films. I, I think it's a masterpiece to answer your question visually. I, I think everything looks great. And I, I know we'll get into it more, but it's as independent as independent can be. And Sam doing that without Hollywood backing, just just on his own with his friends in the woods to get those shots, to get those like the demon point of view right off the bat. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. And, and even some just like regular shots. I mean, you know, probably the most famous shot from the movie is Ash's face shot at that like Dutch angle. Yeah. And is fucking, it's like a zoom in, but somehow like the perspective is like, it makes his whole, his whole face is on the screen. It's a really, there's some shots in it that are like, oh my God, this is amazing. There's some shots in it that you're like, well, it's not even shots. The shots are almost always great. Uh, some of the editing is a little rough around the edges, which we can thank the fucking, those fucking jabronis, the Cohen brothers for. Those <laughs> slouches. Yeah, but I mean, dude, that's uh, that's also like mind blowing that yeah. they are involved with this as well. And they're getting their start at the same time. Like, this movie spawns. Legends, it's the yeah, fucking legends, yeah, dude. I mean, they they took the ideas that Sam had to film a prototype film, and which well, Sam Raimi created a movie. He wanted to make a movie, a horror movie. So he was like, "I'm gonna make this like test movie. It'll be a short movie called Within the Woods," which was essentially this idea he had for Evil Dead. Uh, and then the Coen Brothers end up editing this movie becoming friends with him and then are like, yeah, I think that's what we're going to fucking do too. Like, yeah. And that's, and that's how they, uh, I forget what movie blood, it was. Blood, blood simple. Blood simple. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they, uh, that I think that's like fucking nuts. The, the, the impact this had. And yeah. also the, the fact that Sam Raimi was able to fucking con 350 K from people he knew is legendary, legendary shit right there. Give that I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking lot. money. I will say, though, like, he had it. And I feel like, you know, you see this movie, like, like I said, it, it's as independent as can be. I feel like people knew that he was on the cusp of greatness. They had to have. You just got to back him and let him go. Because you know? there's interviews with, like, people he showed this to. Um, and, and they were all like, this movie, like, they didn't understand it, <laughs> like, truly. But they they still went with it, which they wouldn't have done 
if it looked like shit or if they were like, this guy's incompetent. Like, they'd be like, no, no fucking chance. <laughs> so they, they had to have seen something in it, which I actually think it might be the most impressive part of all of this is a movie that offends people and appears to be pretty much unmarketable. And then people are like, okay, I think I'm going to give you the fucking money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you imagine seeing this? Because think about it. Like we are, we're in an age where we've seen it all. Right. But mm-hmm. in 81, Friday the 13th came out the year before the exorcist was almost a decade prior. And that, that was like the be all. And it still is like the be all end all for possession films. So he's making a possession film. Yeah, Reagan's throwing up, you know, pea soup and turning her head backwards and and (laughs) being profane. These things are are cutting off their own limbs and disgusting pus is coming out. (laughs) And the makeup on when when the girl is locked in the cellar and you see her face and it just gets more and more caked with makeup and more and more possessed and disgusting. this This is absolutely absurd. And I couldn't imagine seeing that for the first time. Like, I have to imagine... Somebody, somebody that he showed it to had to have sit through the 80 minutes in silence and at the end just been like, you can't show this to anybody. Like, people people can't see this. And it was, it was rated X. So, like, I mean, they would have been like, it's crazy. It, 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 it is a statement. It is a credit to Sam Raimi that they were able to get the money to do this because you would just be like, no, of course not. No one's gonna buy this. And Cheryl's makeup is fucking out- outrageous. A plus. Outrageous. A plus. Um, now you mentioned within the woods. Can we talk about it for a second? Sure. That that came out in 1978. It was his short film. It was the prototype to this. They shot it for sixteen hundred dollars. Uh, Bruce Campbell's in it, and so is Ellen Sandweiss, who also is in Evil Dead. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I finally. I I never watched it in my life until today. It is on YouTube with Spanish subtitles. Uh, it's only 30 minutes long. It is fucking amazing. Dude, it is fucking amazing. It is the worst quality I've ever seen. But <laughs> yeah, I, and I, and I, mean, I mean that. It is the worst quality I've ever seen. But it kind of adds to it. <laughs> like it was filmed on a VCR, you know? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's horrible. What do you yeah. got there? It, oh, a clip of it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just playing the quality so people can see if you're watching the video version, although it's not playing. It is... I can't recommend it enough. Like again, if bad quality turns you off, you're not going to have a good time with it. But if you love Evil Dead, like I love Evil Dead, and you want to see the prototype, and it, things switched. Like I'm not going to spoil. It sounds stupid to say I'm not going to spoil a, a prototype to a film that everyone's seen from 1978. <laughs> but he does switch. He does switch who like the final people and who gets possessed first and all that stuff. So oh. there are changes to it. It is a slightly different story. The voices in this like the sound effect voices, which I love in the evil dead. They're almost dare I say better in this. Like they just sound pure demonic, like straight from hell, the groans that you hear in the, the join us that the deadites are saying it is awesome, man. I can't recommend it enough. I'm going to have to check this out. I actually meant to watch it before we uh, recorded, but I just ran out of time. Um, But yeah, no, that's, that is, that is interesting. And they did that. How I don't know how much they did that for. Oh, for sixteen hundred dollars. Sixteen hundred. Fucking insane. Insane. I mean, you could tell like it was sixteen hundred dollars worth of <laughs> material, but 
but it, it's great. Like seriously, can't recommend it enough. Go check it out on YouTube. And there's not like the Necronomicon on it. It's a uh, Indian burial ground in this film. So he, okay. he he changes some things uh, when he makes the Evil Dead. But at its core, and there are still some shots in this film that make it into the Evil Dead that he he did better, which which I think is cool as well. That's interesting. That's interesting. Oh fuck! Now I gotta watch it. Um, lots of injuries on set. Yeah. Shot in 16 millimeter. Uh, and they had to bring it up to 32 millimeter to show in film, uh, theaters. Um, but lots of injuries on set. Uh, I was reading stories about like contact lenses that they had to wear. Fucking yep. like, th- like glass ones, like fucking <laughs> and to take te- to- You couldn't pay me to put contact lenses on it over the span of 10 minutes. All right. I agree. I agree. And especially for a movie like that, like that'd be like our friends in high school. Yes. You know, asking us to film a movie and be like, Hey, by the way, put this shit in your eyes for 10 minutes. Absolutely not. It takes 10 minutes to get in and then you have to take them out within 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And then go to your nine to five. You know, like these guys are working. Fucking crazy. Um, Lots of different contraptions in it, uh, as we mentioned before. You had the the Vaseline one. You had the uh, there was one where they had like a two by four, and the camera was like mounted to it, and Sam Raimi was just running around <laughs> with a fucking camera on a piece of wood. Fucking insane! And the final shot was shot on a bicycle. Yeah, which honestly seems so fucking dangerous when you watch that scene. You're like. You're actually impressed with his bike riding skills because you're like <laughs> going through cabin door. Yeah, no. dude, going through the woods Shit. and then through the cabin door. The fact that no one fucking died doing that is nuts. <laughs> um, and then there was like some news that I don't remember ever reading about that was new to me, which was Sam Raimi was is has admitted to being a fan of torturing his actors on the set. Yeah. Including when Bruce hurt his leg, which I did know about through the book. Uh, and Rami was just fucking poking it with a stick. Poking it with a stick. Was <laughs> immature the shit. Beat the shit out of him. I would have beat the living fuck out of him. He wouldn't have stood a fucking chance. Um, gallons of blood, obviously, made of caro syrup. Uh, which took, took hours, hours to remove. Again. I'm out after day one of filming. I'd be like, no, this isn't for me. Dude, that's what, that's what, that, dude, that, that's why I think Within the Woods is so awesome because, like, yeah, it's shitty quality, but people had to have seen it and be like, Sam, you are on the like the verge of making the greatest horror movie <laughs> possibly ever. Like, we have to just be all in. And, and I, I truly believe that because why else would you subject yourself to I, You know what? Yeah, that's, Bru- that's yeah. Bruce was in Within the Woods, so he had to be like, listen, man, like we can fucking do this. I'll do whatever you want. So it makes sense, but also I'd be miserable the entire time. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and then even the 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 conditions were even worse. With they they had no heat. They had no fucking water. Some days they they couldn't take baths. I read that they burned fucking furniture to stay warm. Yeah, an actual cabin in the woods. <laughs> Which I actually have something to say about that when we when we get into the movie because that was fucking that was fucking weird. Um 
All right. Do we want to keep talking about the back behind the scenes stuff? I mean, some of it is cool. Um, like it's it just there was just like so much to it where where they were shopping the movie around and then Stephen King shows up, yeah, <laughs> and is like, yeah. "This is the best horror movie I've ever seen in my life," and that's why it hit, gets eyes and then ultimately gets picked up by New Line. I think is the first people to buy it. It's so like. To me, it's so cool. Like we mentioned, the Coens are involved, Rami's involved, Bruce Campbell's involved, and then Stephen King gets involved. And it's just like the perfect storm of like big names now that are all involved in this. And I know King's not really involved, but his his word of mouth did a lot for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, um, Rami met this guy, Irvin Shapiro, who was the man who distributed Night of the Living Dead. Yep. For George Romero, um, which I was like, well, that's fascinating. But then it's like, also, it's like, I, I look into him, motherfucker founded the Keynes Film Festival <laughs> and ran this movie at it. Yeah. That's fucking it's, it's insane, dude. That's fucking yeah. nuts. That's fucking nuts. I know we've done some movies on the show where we were like, can you believe that was at the Keynes Film Festival? Now I'm starting to realize, like, I don't know if there are, there's a rule out there. I think you just, <laughs> just show whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> fucking crazy. I could not yeah, believe Yeah, because, I mean, it plays, like, serious dramas there, right? Yeah, that's like, what I always like Oscar thought. bait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sit through, like... You know, 82, you're sitting through, like, Gandhi with Ben Kingsley, and then, oh, go check this one out. <laughs> you gotta watch this fucking nightmare. The Evil Dead. You'd be, yeah. Yeah. That's so fucking weird. Also, uh, at the time, I, I love this quote. It said, um, uh, the film had an unusual... Uh, no, uh, sorry. New Line Cinema decided to release the film in an, in an unusual manner simultaneously into both cinemas and onto VHS with substantial domestic promotion. And I, I think that is the funniest shit in 2023 because like how many movies now are just being released in theater and on a fucking streaming service in your house. Right. Right. It's fucking crazy. Um, and this movie is still banned in a lot of countries. That's, Kind of nuts. It's 2023. <laughs> Get shit together. <laughs> um. Now, ah, uh, fuck. I feel like I should save this. You know what? I should save this for Evil Dead 2. This little factoid about... There's, there's an interesting... Bruce Campbell reveals how to technically watch the movies. Okay. Despite it being a requel... It is a requel. It's a requel. It's not a reboot. It's a requel. And and he tells you where this one ends and where you begin the second one. Okay. Technically. Cool. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I'll save that for the next one though. Um Tarantino Tarantino was talking about it and I, I wanted to save the full interview because I don't even know how much he, he ends up talking about it. Um he's talking with Eli Roth. But he loves Evil Dead, but he was talking about you know, the Coen brothers and Sam Raimi and their involvement on this. And like you said, how they took that prototype and they did it with blood simple. And then they both were like, Hey, we're going to do something nuts for our follow-up. And they, they were going balls out in the comedy for raising Arizona. And Sam Raimi was like, I'm going to put comedy into evil dead. And like, they were 
both like working uh-huh. together and trying to like one up each other. That's interesting. I yeah. love raising Arizona so much. Raising Arizona is a plus, dude. Yeah, really. They is. both are, both are released in '87. What a year, dude! Can you imagine that. Fuck. Um. All right. So, uh, 1981. Uh, oh, so. 375k for the uh, budget. Box office made 2.7 million dollars. 2.7 million, and then another almost well 29 million, we'll say, uh, worldwide, which is fucking insane. Can you imagine that, dude? And everything we're talking about, like the payoff after shoving shit into your eyes and. <laughs> Getting caro syrup. Like, imagine having to go home and talk to your parents after drenching out car- like the stuff that you put in pecan pie for ten hours. <laughs> they just like, what are you doing? With you're like, go, go get a fucking real job. Like, no man, it's gonna work out. And then you got to be like, hey, look at me now. It, it yeah. worked out. Yeah, dude. And, and I, I fucking love it. And and to end the the pre movie comments, I just I, Bruce Campbell has stated. It's low budget. It's got rough edges. But even so, there are parts of that movie that are visually stunning. And uh, I agree. I agree. No doubt. I agree with that. It's actually, it's alarming. Rewatching it with a, with a more, with an eye, with a, with a critique's eye. I agree. And now I want to ask you something. Mm -hmm. I pulled up my old letterbox here. And I'm looking at your rating from 2016. What is it? It's a three and a half, which is a moderate score. I'm not going to say that's a bad score, yeah. uh, but your re- your review is pretty, pretty positive. I was going to read it, but I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> um, you end it with, I'm rambling. This movie is good. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask, do you still consider this to be a three and a half star film? I, I need to watch the second one before I can do that. And I think, I oh, think. What? I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. I, I, I would probably say, yeah, I think three and a half, four, max. What? What? <laughs> no way, man. Joe, the second, Joe, there's shit in this you movie like, that you would not give a pass to other movies for. Like what? Like, like what? Name one. Like the Deadite hitting him in the back with the fucking... <laughs> With, like, lightly hitting him in the back. Instead of just killing him, hitting him in the back with, like, a poker. Like like a fucking grandma wow. trying to get rid of an intruder. That's a fucking dead We've had this. Deadites are fucking idiots. Yeah, I know. I, I'm aware of that. But then everyone everyone watches the new ones and are like, this is fucking cheesy. And it's, like, pretty fucking cool. But, like, you know, people, y'all get fucking bent out of shape there's, there's there's flaws in this movie it's it's fine so your argument is the dead eye did not hit him in the back hard enough no, it's just 3.5 stars you know i i mean okay let's let's dig into it a little bit let's dig in but i'm just gonna say the quality of the second one if you think the second one's five stars that doesn't diminish the quality of this one you can't you can't go by how good the second one is to determine your rating for this one. You just can't. You just can't. You can't say Godfather 2 is great, so now you know what? Godfather's not that good. That's not the Yes, you can. It, it's, no, you can. No, it you resets cannot. the no, standard. You, it resets the standard. You 
absolutely d- no. d- what that means every movie you see you can just be like well this movie was good so that movie i liked yesterday not yeah. so good yes dude look at those fucking silent films at the time the fucking train what was that stupid one the fucking train train robbery people were like <laughs> train robbery fucking rules bro <laughs> but people were that like argument- that's five star and then guess what then we made real movies with real sound now that's a five star you okay. throw the old one out and it, it goes out throw the baby out with a d- Bathwater or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying. <laughs> Sounds. This seems nuts to say out loud. <laughs> it is, and I don't think it even works in that fucking. I don't think that's what it means. But <laughs> it is an insane statement. Throw the baby out. Don't. It's like. Well, I guess the statement is usually don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, but. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, get rid of it all. Okay. I just, I, I, I just think that's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. I think I watched them both pretty close to each other, and I think two I liked a bit more. That's then. That's fine, but I don't think you should knock your rating down. Let me think about my new rating. <laughs> I think it's a four. I think it's a four. I still think that's too low. What do you put it at? Five. A oh, five? it's a five star. It's five all day. Easy. Easy. What? 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 If we're gonna talk about knocking things down, that frolicking fairy in the fucking woods in part two knocks that down a half a star. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, also, I thought David Lynch. Uh, David Lynch, uh, Twin Peaks season three, the one on Showtime, that like unanimously, even like the biggest <laughs> Twin Peaks fans were like, mm, this isn't what we signed up for. I was like, this is the best <laughs> season I've ever seen. You in my did life. make that claim. You made that claim. This is better than one and two. And I'm, I haven't stopped being a little upset about that. Dude, I- we sat, sat through an episode of static. Literal static. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember I was seeing this girl who was obsessed with David Lynch at the time, like obsessed and uh, obsessed with Twin Peaks. And when I told her, she was like, come on, like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, no, <laughs> what do you fucking say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like the weirder, the better. I think, uh, Maybe it's higher than a four. I don't know. It's a little crude. It's a little bit. Listen, actually, I do think I liked it more than the last time I watched it. I think I even thought that while I was watching it this time. That's fair. Listen, if you give it a four, you give it a four. I just, I personally think that's too low. The quality is okay. And two is great. I think you know what it's I, great. I think, you know what I think? I think also with this movie I, that I think is kind of weird. I actually think like it, it gets better. And this is a, that's a stupid thing. I don't want to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to say it now. I was going to say, I think it gets better as the movie goes along, but I didn't mean it like, like, of course it does. You're fucking watching a story. Like, <laughs> you're a big fan of the, when it the, really the hit, getting to the destination. Just <laughs> when, what I'm trying to say is, I think quality wise, it, it gets better better like i don't know how to explain this i don't know how to explain this it it seems the beginning is very to me very low budget it's very very low budget and i mean i know the whole thing is but like really at the end 
even with like Ash's acting and things like that, you, you get to see the see it more at the end, and you're like, oh, like this is fucking. He does. He ramps, this is high ramps. quality. This is really high quality movie right here. Like the makeup and what Ash looks like, and it, it's all it's all really good. Um, I don't know. Anyway, let's get into this fucking thing. <laughs> Uh, we open up with uh, Dead Eye POV, which you mentioned, and which is dude, the evil spirit or whatever the fuck we're gonna call this thing the the POV the the moving yeah. spirit. Yeah, dude, like, is that not like one of the best? Uh, do we call it a character? Like one of the best characters in horror movie history. It is. It is. It like it's so. I know good. you've had killer. You've had killer POV and you've had shark POV, but you've never really had, at least to my knowledge, please correct me if there's, if you can think of a movie that's done this before, but like a spirit, the view of an evil spirit, just like, and the way, again, the way that he filmed it with the wood, the camera's like floating. You, you can see, you can see it's moving like quickly and floating and it's great. It's a great effect. And, And, and it, it gives you, oh man, like you, there's probably a million movies where there's a spirit that you don't see, but the way it's shot, you're just, it leaves you wanting more if they don't show it or they do show it and it looks like shit. Doing it this way is so nuts because you create a character that you don't need to see. There's never a moment right. where you're like, what is that? Well, I mean, I guess that's not true. You do want to know. You want to know what that thing is is or what it looks like but you're okay not seeing it because it's so fucking good it's so fucking amazing see i'm just okay with not seeing it i just know it's it's just there like it's 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 just this entity of energy that is not good and is following them from the beginning and like i don't i would like it less if it was like a spooky monster you know just the fact that yeah a ball of energy following them and it wants to ruin their shit. But also it's weird because they can, they can see it or like somehow sense it. So it's like, they can sense it. Yeah. It's like fucking sense. It's, Cause they react sense to negative it. energy. Yeah. yeah they, yeah. they react to it. Like they look out the window and they're like, no. And, and you're like, Oh fuck. That's so crazy. Like, I, I don't know. I love it. I, th- I think it's like an all time greatest horror villain of all time. Actually just gave me chills. Yeah, 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 no, dude, it should be the evil spirit that you can't see and you can kind of sense. It, top five, and you top can't fucking kill it. How do you fucking kill it? You can't. You can't. can kill deadites, but you can't kill the fucking spirit. Yeah, um, which I just love. Uh, we have our five college students here. Uh, I don't know their names off the top of my head. Actually, I do. Wait, Ash, Scott, Cheryl, Linda. Sorry. Linda and Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. That's it. Um, they're all driving up to their cabin in the woods, um, which is so weird because they revealed no one has seen this place, and they're like, "Yeah, it might be a fucking nightmare. Uh, I think it might be falling apart. We don't know." And then I was like, "It hit me that like, how did people book shit before the internet? You just fucking went out on a whim." You went out on a whim. Okay, I got this place. I hope it's fucking safe. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking crazy. Total crapshoot. They grow across this bridge, which is dilapidated and falling apart. Uh, And at that point, I would leave. I I would turn around at that point. Can can I just (laughs) point out, 
before the dangerous bridge, and I, I would too. I would, I would be like, you know what? We're not getting back over this. Let's leave. But before that, I don't know if I'm looking too much into it, but he crams all these like tropes so subtly because you have a long winding road. You have the demon POV. You have an almost car accident, you know, an almost head on collision. You have potential hitchhikers that serve no purpose, but he's just like, Hey, I'm just going to throw all these horror movie tropes in. And you don't know where this movie's going to take you. Is it going to be, you know, the person you almost hit? Is it going to be, uh, the, the hitchhikers that you almost picked up? Like what's going to happen? I, I just love how he throws us in there. Yeah, no, I think, no, I think that's exactly what he did. And, what a, what an original fucking movie too, man. Like what? Yeah. Fuck. Um some guys got all the talent. Uh so they go across this bridge. Um at the beginning there's some like real amateurish like editing kind of like it's not like edited super great, but then you realize every shot is like a crane shot or a boom shot and you're like this is fucking insane, dude. Like even the car rolling up through the woods was shot so f- way too well, way too <laughs> fucking well for what it was. Like that, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, and you get your uh, your first Three Stooges homage here because the the car tire is stuck and Bruce sticks his head out and just was like, Whoa. I'm so <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that stuck out to me. Yeah, and, and this movie compared to the next two is way more serious. Right? Oh, yeah. There's, even though there's fake Shemps, you know, and Three Stooges homages, uh, he still manages to, like, squeeze some some in-your-face ones like that in there. Yeah. Uh, so they go to this cabin, immediately start highlighting every creepy feature in it. They make sure you see all of the different things that will be uh, used or, or featured later on. Um, and we see this interesting scene where it pops off right away where Cheryl's drawing a clock in her little note sketch pad. Um, the clock stops and her hand becomes possessed and draws this very crude drawing of the Necronomicon. Yes. It's not even like, like she's going through the sheets of paper, you know, it's not even like she's just drawing it on the, on the piece. She's the pencils cutting through and slicing. And like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. And even before that, you have the uh, the swinging uh, porch swing that's mm-hmm. on the front porch. Yes, it's just banging against you know banging against the house, and it just stops. You know, yeah, it stops out of nowhere. Love it. It's so good. Um, that night they have dinner together. Uh, Ash gives a fucking toast in Greek for some reason, uh, and then the cellar door swings fucking wide open, uh, which leads Scotty. Uh, who is kind of an asshole. <laughs> he has it out for Cheryl. I, I don't understand. I, I, I think it's just supposed to be their dynamic is like, Scotty's just fucking rude to Cheryl, but it's just so weird to see. Cause Cheryl's like, like dude, the fucking door is wide open and literally everyone's trying to come up with an idea. And she's like, maybe it's an animal, which like, Scott's like <laughs> he, he says it's the dumbest <laughs> idea he has ever heard, which Scott, you live a great life. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And also, you were literally in the middle of the woods. That would be probably the number one yes. culprit, right? <laughs> yes, of course. What else could swing a fucking door? It's literally all it could be. But 
I, I did realize like it was, I think it was just supposed to be part of their dynamic. I don't know if they're supposed to be related or not, or no. So, uh, we should probably go over that. You know, there's Ash, his girlfriend is Linda. Yeah. Cheryl is, Cheryl is Ash's sister. Scott is Ash's friend and Shelly is Scott's girlfriend. So I guess it's just, yeah, I guess it's just like teasing the little sister that you, yeah. you kind of like grew up with. I, I don't know if he was teasing. Like he seemed pretty serious. About I, I know, that, dude. He was like, so fucking mad about it. <laughs> he was fucking <laughs> furious about. It. He's like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I, I was be like, dude, if that's not an animal, we're we're going home like immediately. Right. Like, and that's the other weird part is he's like, it's not a fucking animal, and then goes down there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a pussy, but not a fucking chance. Like, not a chance, dude. You couldn't even. There's nothing. There's nothing you could do. Uh, <laughs> Ash calls out for him. He doesn't respond. He goes down there. Uh, we got some banging door on the opposite side of the cellar. Uh, some amazing shots of Ash's face too, as he's walking towards it. Again, like really well shot. Um, he opens it up, and there's nothing there until Scotty pops out. Uh, and that's where he reveals he's found a bunch of fun stuff. A book made out of human skin with a face on it. That you, that's the end. Again, that's the end of the vacation. This vacation would be over so many times over. It's not even fucking In fun. 2023, it would be over for me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Access to the internet and everything. Imagine 1981, like we don't have, we can't call anyone. There's like nothing I'm out of there. <laughs> Is it more realistic in 81 to stay though? Cause you're just like, <laughs> you, I don't perhaps. Know. Cause perhaps. like you don't know. So you're just like, Whoa, that's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Like you've never seen the evil dead, right? Right. right. <laughs> so you can't, you can't have nothing to base it off of. You just be like, I mean, you think it was creepy, but I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Um, yeah. I probably would read it now that you say that. Yeah. <laughs> the drawings in the book are fucking... Um, by, um, by the way, let's re- also remember, to drag it back, these are college students. Us in college in the 80s, we're for sure reading it. It's not even a fucking thing. Freaking I, I'd, be, stuff to it. I'd be terrified, but as soon if I was drunk enough, I would... As scared as I'd be, I'd be like, give me the book, you fucking pussies. <laughs> it, a thousand. A thousand percent. Um. The drawings in the book, and I could not find who did them. I don't know if it was, like, Sam or what. Really cool fucking artwork and really fucking terrifying artwork. And one of the things that you notice from Evil Dead 1 to to 2 and then Army of Darkness is um, a lot of these, like, things, like the Necronomicon, for instance, it doesn't look the same as it will once they get a bigger budget for the next one, right? Um, they kind of make it a little cooler looking. Uh, it still looks great, by the way. It looks fucking, it's ghastly in this one. Um, but what I thought was interesting was the drawings were, are like dead on for whatever reason. Those stayed the same. And I, I really, I think that's fucking cool. Cause those drawings are like alarming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're very alarming. Um, they of course. And sorry but the, but the audio tape which i know we're you're gonna bring up in like a second but i just want to say the voice that's reading them is so eerie to me like the way that he's reading yes. it the deadpan delivery it the guy has such a good like audiobook voice before or audiobooks and it, it's just like i don't know it gets me every time i hear him that, he's believable i guess it is like yeah you believe those tapes are real yeah and that might be one of my favorite things in these movies is like um 
I I love the fucking finding of an audio tape and playing it and like how fucking creepy that is. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Cause like you wouldn't stop it, dude. There's no fucking chance you'd stop it. Okay. Okay. I wanted to ask you that because I do kind of feel like as soon as I heard him being like, my only choice, even before I got to the incantations, he's like, my only choice was to dismember, (laughs) dismember the limbs. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to be implicated in something here. Like, Let's just I, stop. I think the audio tape I would keep because I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Maybe I would. I, I'm a big baby, so I, I think I might stop it. I, I think I would. Too. I think I would. Too. <laughs> it's unsettling. I mean, it's not It's like, not good stuff. <laughs> when the girl is screaming, turn it off. She's 1000% in the right. Like, I, I would probably be covering my ears yelling, turn it off, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And. and after they stop it, a tree falls through the window. Again. Again. <laughs> Which, this vacation fucking sucks. Let alone being terrified. <laughs> Even if you didn't find the tape and yeah. if the cellar door didn't open, as soon as a tree goes through your window in that, in that piece of shit cabin, and you're already, like, cold, you know, let's just go home. Go home. Cut your losses. What are you doing? Get your money back and fucking go home and fight for your money. Uh, yeah, no, it makes no sense. Um, Linda, Linda gets a beautiful necklace from Ash, uh, in a scene that, uh, is very silly because at, and I only bring it up because of a scene later on, but Ash is like pretending he's asleep with the present on his lap. And then whenever she looks at the present, he opens his eyes. And then as soon as she turns to look at him, his eyes close and it's just a cute little scene, but there, there's like a a callback to that later on that I thought was really cool. Um, we see evil spirits spying on them. They lure Cheryl out by saying, join us. And Cheryl gets got by. I love, I love the join us chance, by the way. And any metalhead listening, you know, hello Waits by Slayer playing that backwards. One of the greatest, one of the greatest intros in music period. They use the clip from this. They play it. Uh, well, no, they're saying join us, but oh. they play it backwards. Oh, okay. So, okay. so the audio effect is backwards, but okay. the whole intros join us and the gotcha. greatest guitar riff of all fucking time hits. Uh, Cheryl gets got by uh, trees, uh, and uh, which is always a weird scene for me um, because actually, I actually think maybe I like the first one's version of this a little bit more because i actually thought it was a little more weird and graphic uh and the first one is kind she she kind of breaks free she frees herself before anything seemingly bad like happens to her um she gets raped oh does she yeah okay then i retract that statement (laughs) (laughs) she's i thought she like kind of like just got tied down but was able to escape I mean, I mean, it's yeah, it's in a splitting hair. So let's just like get off this fucking but topic. I, I, you, you know, I, I, I don't like we. Do, I mean, it's an iconic scene to talk about. Like, yeah, I, I don't like talking about rape scenes. Obviously, I never have. Um, but there's something about like mother, like mother nature. It's like your safe space, right? Yes. Like you can go outside and be attacked by an animal or another person in the woods, but like nature itself 
it's like a safe space. Like, if you're being attacked by an animal, you can climb into a tree and wait it out. When the trees are fucking turning on you, like that's you're fucked. Like there yeah. is no escape from the situation you're in. Evil, so. evil has total control right now. Total control of all the elements. Like you are fucked. It is Great. a dire situation. Yeah. Cheryl runs back and begs them to leave and says that the woods are alive. Uh, Ash tries to take her car won't start. Um, and Cheryl says, I know it's not going to start. It's not going to let us leave. But of course it then starts, but the bridge is completely destroyed. So they return and we get an iconic scene um, that they, they a little shout out again in the evil dead rise. Uh, we see a very similar scene to kick off the movie, which I liked. Um, but uh, the uh, Linda and Shelly are playing cards, or playing. They're trying to well, guess the card. They're not playing cards. Yeah, a little ghost. Ghostbusters ripped this off, you know. And oh yeah, Vic for sure. Has a college student. Yeah, absolutely. So she's just holding up cards while Shelly guesses them, and then you just hear fucking Cheryl in the background. Yeah saying everyone as soon as she flips it over and then better cut to Cheryl who's not even fucking looking is looking out the fucking window uh just saying them as soon as the cards are shown uh amazing scene I I am being 100% serious here this is possibly my number one but in my top three scenes of all fucking time the way that the voice is like you know altered and the way that she's rapid fire saying saying the the suit of cards and the other two girls reactions like you know realizing hey this person's not even looking and not even playing with us but nailing every card it, it's terrifying I, I think it's perfect a perfect scene oh yeah i i agree um oh man uh and then after she does that uh she says, why have you disturbed our sleep? Awaken us from our ancient slumber. You will die one by one. We will take you. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I love that the Deadites are always uh, referring to themselves in as a group. Yes. It's never me. I. It's always us. And I fucking love that. Yes, it's very Lovecraftian because you know the Necronomicon. I guess we should say is uh, it's from H.P. Lovecraft. Like, is that is that where, true? Yeah, that's where Raimi got it from. Um, and you know, Lovecraft always wrote about fucking ancient ones sleeping for some reason. That's, <laughs> that's like his basis of every story. It's a bunch of old sleepyheads getting mad about being woken up. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> Um, what a fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> the, honestly, his face just fucking pisses me off. He has the longest face I've ever seen. The guy's not fucking right. Um, <laughs> no. Um, he falls in line with uh, what we've said about like serial killers in the pet. What were those two serial killers where we looked them up and we're like, if you saw those guys, you oh, just oh, fucking arrest them. Dude, yeah, yeah. Leonard Lake and, and Charles Ng. That, that's what we said. Ju- judge books by their bring bring judging books by their cover. Yeah, because like, like you said, not we're not talking about you know the color of your skin or the no. the length of your hair or the tattoos that you have. If you look like you have somebody tied in the the trunk of your car, like, they probably do. And just you know, 
act on it. And I agree. H.P. Lovecraft looks like that. <laughs> All I'm going to say is when everyone finds out H.P. Lovecraft was doing some even more devious shit than what he was up to already, like fucking murdering people, like, well, you come back and you can yeah, thank us. I would probably cross the road if H.P. Lovecraft was walking. You 100% would. Oh, my God, that fucking face. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, you 100% would. In a fucking suit, just fucking drunk as fuck. Yeah, wearing a derby, like a, like a bowler hat, right? Like You would you would cross the street. He looks and, like that fucking ghost from Haunting on Hill House, the one that like... Uh, yes. <laughs> the fuck out of here with that Walking guy. down the sidewalk, talking about like Yog Sagoth waking up. Like, get the fuck away from me. Oh my god. Um Oh, I love this. Uh so after she says that, uh she she leaps, she stabs I don't who does she stab in the ankle? It's fucking disgusting. She stabs one of the girls in the ankle. I think Shelly. Shelly. It's Shelly. Um or no, is it Linda? Because uh, Linda's Linda gets spawned out from that Lin- area. Linda Linda gets stabbed in the ankle with a pencil. Okay, okay. So Linda gets stabbed with the pencil. The special effects in that are fucking crazy. I was so uncomfortable yes. watching that fucking scene. Um, and then Cheryl just beats the shit out of everyone. Um, yes. Ultimately, ending up with Cheryl getting shoved into the cellar and chained down there. Uh, a plus. A plus scene. Yes. And an A plus it's better. An A plus fucking actually I, I should probably rate this movie a little bit higher. So <laughs> because honestly, like more from a like artsy fartsy standpoint, I just think it's fucking really well done because putting Cheryl in the basement for 90% of the movie is such a weird fucking move, and it works. So fucking well. I would argue Cheryl in the basement is the most terrifying like part. Like the, the yeah. other ones are an immediate threat, but there's something about the transformation that Cheryl is undergoing that every time like that cellar door pops up and you see that disgusting face, you're like, oh my God, like keep that locked in the fucking basement. Dude, when we have to watch everyone, which happens right now, we watch everyone debating what to do. They're like, what do we do? Do we, you know, like whatever. And, and Shelly just loses her fucking mind looking at, uh, not, yeah, Shelly loses her mind looking at Cheryl and she's like, she, she fucking acts her ass off. She's like, for God's sake, what, great. dude, she's going, what, what happened to her eyes? I think that's fucking genius to say because even though she looks like a fucking mess, having somebody's eyes change into that is not, that is insane. Yes. Like that would be the most terrifying part. I, I couldn't agree more. And he takes all this stuff from Romero, you know, the, the people turning into zombies and, and, you know, in those movies, you had to deal with somebody you love getting infected and what are you going to do next? But like, I'm so glad that she says that because nobody's ever been like, look at, look at this person I love. Like they look fucking mortifying. Like, this yeah. is terrible. Like, how am I supposed to cope and survive myself looking at this right now? Like, it's right. Like just alone, just seeing it is fucking insane Dude, uh, i'd have a mental breakdown you you would you would like your fight or flight would kick in immediately oh uh, i would probably just be in a fetal position on the floor <laughs> i absolutely would be 
Um, Shelly is also next up to get it. She gets attacked via the window also. Um, Scott goes to check on her and gets his face scratched before Shelly ends up jumping on him. Uh, he pushes her off into the fire and then, of course, immediately pulls her out, right? Um, because it's somebody you love and care about. It, dude, it's the little things like this that make this so good yeah. to me. Because why wouldn't you just let that burn? But to your point, like, the character is like, wait, I just... Like, I know, I know weird things are happening, but like, I still like, I know this person. I can't throw them into a fucking fireplace. So and we don't know. Out. Yeah. We don't know what weird things are. We don't know what that means. Right. Like what right. is weird things happening? Mean Like, does this wear off after an hour? Like, and they become right. normal. Like what the fuck is like, your brain must be going a mile a fucking minute trying to yes. rationalize any part of this. <laughs> Yes, that's why like pulling her out is such a good little effect. Yeah, yeah, that is probably what ninety nine percent of us would do. Yeah, and then she immediately tries to kill him. Um, and and her face is fucking horrifying, disgusting, horrifying. Uh, but that's okay because Scott chops her up into a million pieces. <laughs> Actually, no, that's that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm sorry. She she, she chops cut herself up. She, yeah, he he cuts her fucking hand. And I thought he cut it off, but he didn't. And then she chews through her own she, wrist. He eats through her own fucking wrist. That's why I, I talked about it before. Like somebody had to have watched this and be like, "You can't distribute this and let anybody see that you've made this." Like they're gonna lock you up. She uh, she ate her own fucking hand off. Uh, what what is D'Amato's first name? Joe. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to know what he thinks about this movie. Uh, I wonder if there's any like quotes from him. He's gotta fucking love this thing, right? Wait, you're talking about Joe D'Amato, the anthropophagus? Yeah. Dude, you want to read a quote from that fucking guy? <laughs> no way. <laughs> he has a co- single coherent thought in his brain. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I- <laughs> I, I, I just think of that scene. Like, as soon as I saw that scene, I was like, dude, you know who would love that? The motto. <laughs> well, it makes sense because don't, don't like all the Italian directors, <laughs> haven't they all made like an Evil Dead 11 that has nothing to do with Evil Dead? <laughs> but they just name them all that. That's true. That's actually very true. You're 100% right. Um, so Shelly chews off her own fucking hand. Scott stabs her with this skeleton knife that they had found. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just can't go with thinking I, I got to hear Joe D'Amato's thoughts on something. You're probably the first person to, in existence to ever say that. <laughs> That's so insane. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, inquiring minds want to know what, what Joe D'Amato's. What does he think about this? Could you? <laughs> also, I wish we could like. I wish I could just like show a Damato movie to somebody with like no interest in these and be like, "I would you ever ask this director for any type of information whatsoever?" <laughs> I just can't even imagine that man like forming sentences. Even if you were like lost in the desert and just desperately needed help, I feel like you might just. <laughs> um 
So he stabs Scott stabs uh, Shelly with this this skeleton knife, uh, which causes her to fucking spray milk everywhere. Yeah, a Sumerian skeleton knife this, that was found with the Necronomicon. Yeah. Um, and Ash is like fucking traumatized. Ash is doing great job right now, where he is building up to what will be a psychotic break towards the end of the movie. Um, but right now he's in the stages of like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I, I, he can't react. Um, so Scott does Bruce, and chops her up. Bruce is so good at doing the psychotic break. Cause in evil dead two, they take the psychotic break part where, you know, the, the mounted deer head is yelling <laughs> dead by dawn. And he's just fucking screaming, laughing at the, it's honestly like the greatest portrayal of a psychotic break ever. I, I'm excited to watch that. I, I wanted to watch it so bad, like back to back. Um, but gotta save it. Gotta save it. Um, but Scott chops up Shelly. She's done. Uh, takes her body outside to bury it. Boom. Which they also have a conversation about being like, we gotta bury this. You know? Yeah. So just, Which is also not be, no. not be on my mind. Not even a fucking chance. I'd be. You, if somebody was there, like they would slowly turn around, being like, "So, are we going to bury it?" They would find me burning it all already. <laughs> burning like them they'd turn, just, they'd turn around to me, like yeah. throwing an arm in the fucking fire. <laughs> like, oh yeah, already disposed. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> There's a foot left you can fucking bury. Um, and then Scott decides to leave, which I don't know whether that's fucking insane or not. Honestly. I might have done exactly that. At first, I was like, why would you leave the house? But then it's like, of course I'm going to leave the fucking house. Why would you stay? There's a freak in the cellar. (laughs) It's terrifying. Uh, This leaves Ash alone in the house with Psycho Cheryl heckling him from the cellar. And uh, Linda in the bedroom, who he goes to check in on uh, and turns before his very eyes. Um. He tries to run away where he's greeted by Scott, who is <laughs> in r- bad shape. <laughs> the deadest guy I've ever seen that's not dead. Uh, he He's so fucking, he is just on death's door. And Ash is just real positive that this is going to be okay. And um, Scott is like barely hanging on by a thread. Um, while that's happening, fucking Linda is sitting on the floor laughing. And this scene is what I love so much about the evil dead as an idea or, or no, not even as an idea as these movies with Ash is like these moments of like Linda is sitting there looking insane, laughing hysterically. You have Cheryl in the basement going nuts. And, like, Ash just, like, gets up and, like, looks at Linda. And it's not even, like, he's not even scared. He's just, like, like fuck. And, like, <laughs> like, and then he just, like, turns around and is, like, all right, I got to talk to this fucking Scott. Scott's dying. Like, I got to deal with that. So, I guess just leave Linda there. She's just being a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, Dude, and, and, and you said Cheryl's in the basement. Like, Cheryl is making such a racket, lifting the door up because it's chained, you know, so the chain stops it and just like smashing on her deformed face at this point. It's it's crazy. The 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 noise alone in these movies is it would fucking ruin my life. 
I think it's unparalleled. The groans yeah. that, that the spirit and the deadites make are bone chilling. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so fucking weird. And like, even just like the shit they say and what they're laughing at, just like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, And then Scott makes his plea. I don't want to die. You're not going to leave me here. Are you, Ash? Are you? Which the deadites are then like, I don't want to die. You're not going to leave us here, Ash, are you? And you're like, oh, like, dude, I'd be like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this was not as goofy as the other two. So there's something about that. Like, it is goofy to just, you know, to have a possessed being just mocking you. But there's something about that that would, it, would, it would terrify me to my my core. Well, it's terrifying. And it's also like, honestly, from a the perspective of something that's trying to get you rattled right it's like well nba basketball nba playoffs are going on right now right yeah you watch these fucking guys like uh who was it the other night was it Jokic that went up to but went up to the sun's huddle and was just like standing there and like just to get kevin durant to fucking hit him which he did because he's just being an annoying piece of shit and then kd got fucking teed up like it's actually a genius move on the part of the deadites to rattle them to their core. So like they get yeah. mad enough to let you out. Yes. Agreed. Like it's, it's even more than just being a stupid yeah. asshole. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. They're being stupid assholes. They're trying to rattle you. And then and they pull no punches because then, then they go, you know, they throw their voices. So it's back to the person's normal voice to be like, Hey, sorry, I'm better now. And it's like, oh. how does Ash win? Then? How does Ash come? Come out on top. And that's what happens next. They say, I'm fine. And it's like, there's no reason to not believe you're fine. Like, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Dude, you said it before. And it's like the the greatest point you could make about the evil dead is there's no blueprint for this. This is something that has never happened to anybody ever before. Yeah. Talking about the viewpoint of Ash. How does he know it doesn't wear off? Like, why wouldn't you believe? Like, hey, maybe they're fucking fine now. Maybe more realistically, happen. yeah, you would think it would yeah. end at some point. It would have some to point. fucking end because uh, it just happened so suddenly. That that's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> um, and of course it's all fake. They're all fucking around with him. Uh, he drags Linda outside, which. Yeah, of course you would do that. She's just sitting there laughing like an annoying asshole. Um, I would just chop her up so fucking fast. But he does not. He just leaves her out there um, and returns to give dead Scott some whiskey and be like, we're going to make it through this. And Scott is... Scott looks worse than Cheryl. Deader than a fucking doornail. (laughs) Um. And and but we do that is a moment where you start seeing the like psychosis come out where he's like, you, me, Linda, Cheryl, like he's like, we're gonna get in the car tomorrow, it's gonna be fine. And I don't think it's a way to make him feel better. I think he's genuinely like, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's like the five stages of grief, right? Yeah. Denial. He is in full denial mode. Like, yeah. We're gonna get out of this. Yeah, well, too bad Linda's back and trying to stab the shit out of him. Uh, <laughs> and it culminates with Ash stabbing her with the skull knife, which means more milk spraying everywhere. What a great effect. We don't see enough of that anymore. Like the the mix of like random white fluids with uh, blood. Disgusting. 
There's <laughs> probably a reason for that. Yeah, I know. As I said that out loud, I was like, I know exactly what this sounds like. <laughs> it's fucking vile. Um, isn't that on a Metallica album cover? White blood? Red and white, white stuff. Red blood. Red blood and... I think a load? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh let's move on um so he again decides to bury someone this time it is linda uh but this time she's up yeah uh and this scene is kind of genius because this is what i was talking about earlier where ash was like opening his eye to like they're just being cutesy opening his eye when whenever linda would look at him and then when she turned away he would open his eyes again uh, and at the, this point, Ash is digging a grave. He has dead Linda there who keeps opening her eyes every time Ash goes to do another shovel. And I was like, fuck, like, that is well fucking done. That is yeah. fucking good. Like, again, that's again, that's probably what people saw, right? Like, they're like, oh, this guy's competent. This guy knows how to make movies. He knows he how to know, do callbacks. He, he knows callbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ash goes into the house to find the cellar door broken open, wide open also. And the hunt begins for fucking Cheryl, who's on the loose. Not long, though, because she pops out. Ash, Ash shoots her, which doesn't do a ton. Um, and then he decides to head down to the cellar, which I don't know why. Maybe just to hide. Maybe just advise. Wait, it, wait it out. I don't know. Um. I mean, I guess if everyone's out of the cellar, why the fuck not go down there? Yeah. You get to stare at Michael Berryman's face on the fucking poster. Wait, what poster is on the wall? The Hills Have Eyes. Is that what it was? I, I yeah. kept like noticing it, but I could never make out exactly what it was. That's funny. Good old Berryman. Hey, uh, he doesn't, I don't know what he's going down there for, but what he does find is a pipe leaking blood. Which then proceeds to burst open and just fucking soak him in blood. <laughs> Unreal. Blood is pouring out of over everything. Every it's coming out of fucking out. And again, uh, yeah, light bulbs. And again, I just love how these movies just. The main goal is to push Ash to the edge of sanity yes that that is the only thing that is going for at any point in time and and like what else like they pull no punches imagine you know chopping up your friends and watching everybody die watching your sister transform and then you finally have some like reprieve where you can hide and a pipe burst is spraying blood all over your face that would be the last fucking straw (laughs) Dude, and then they like fucking mind. And then they start like playing a record and shit. And, like the projector turns on. It's just very it's just slightly annoying you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that torture where you die of like a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty much what it is. It really is, right? And and he goes upstairs and like the clock's going off and he's hearing Linda and Cheryl in his head and he's just screaming shut up at them and even though they're not saying it, just in his head. Um, eerie shit going on. It's just prime Ash paranoid as fuck, armed with his shotgun, just going around the house, terrified, but also still looking to end this himself. Yes. Um, yes. Also, another amazing thing 
is the first time Ash start like Ash has been cr- losing his mind, but he hasn't been ter- like he hasn't screamed bloody murder. He hasn't been like, ah! you know what I mean? He hasn't been like scared in that way. He's been like almost speechless. He does do that though. And I think it's fucking probably what would break me also is he looks at a fucking mirror, touches it, and his fucking turns into water and his hand goes through it. And he loses his fucking mind and starts screaming at the top of his lungs. And I was like, you know what? That would probably also be my breaking point because then nothing is fucking real anymore. (laughs) Your reality doesn't exist. Yeah, You are fucking broken. You'd probably just be like, I've lost my entire fucking mind like i might not even be alive like i'm i might be fucking dead yes dude that's all i can think about every time i watch this is like what would you like yeah i would just think you wouldn't know what to think your brain your brain couldn't possibly comprehend anything that ash is going through at this point dude touching a mirror in your hand like that would honestly be it for me i'd be like okay because at least the other shit was like more like physical you just had to deal with it yeah. That is like just your universe has turned upside down. Yes. Um which leads us to our climax. Ash gets the Necronomicon, tries to throw it in the fire, uh, but our deadites prevent that from happening, and they are on the tack. Uh he rips out Steve's eyeballs with his fucking thumbs, pushes them, pushes them in, I guess. Um and then also puts a hole in his chest that's so fucking big that water just pours out like a fucking faucet. It was insane. Dude, there's so much fucking blood coming out of him. It was wild. And then Cheryl shows up and they just start beating the shit out of Ash. Steve's biting his fucking leg. Cheryl's just walloping him with that fucking skewer. Um, fucking unreal. Ash is able to get the Necronomicon that had fallen out of the fire. He throws it back in, melting the remaining deadites into this amazing stop-motion animation. Again, for a budget, who the fuck did he get to make this? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking... Dude, this is 1981. I'm sorry. That stop-motion animation is better than... not. Be- I don't want to say better. On par with everything else that was in stop motion at the time. I completely agree. Like, these things are, are, like, everything is moving fast. And then when this happens, it freezes, right? And the dead eye has his mouth open. And it's just making this horrible sound. Like, fucking horrible. It's the slowest, you know, if you can call it a death. The dead eye is melting. And spiders are coming out of it. And chunky-ass puzzles coming out of it. oatmeal's coming out of their sleep. It is. gross. Disgusting. It is disgusting. And then, and then, giant hands explode out of yeah, out of it. the corpses, but then they just continue to die. It, dude, it, but those hands coming out are literally made just to spray ash right in the face with blood, and probably part of Sam Raimi's torture. Right? Like, there's no reason for that to happen. Nursing his broken leg and be like, "Hey, you guys, sit here for another two hours and." <laughs> I'm going to spray you in the face. We got to get this right. (laughs) Dude, because when you watch it, the stream hits, the stream of blood is slamming like right into his fucking face. It's unfucking real. (laughs) 
Fuck it. Again, it's fucking syrup. It's so sticky, dude, all over your fucking face and eye. You probably just like. I, I would. I would hate I'm it. Fucking hate good. It. I'd beat the shit out of Sam. Now we know why Sam puts Bruce in everything. After this, <laughs> <laughs> like is even the Spider-Man cameos. Just to make up for he it, he has to, dude. <laughs> like, come have a good experience. Come hang out on a Marvel set. Enjoy yourself. Um. But that, after the hands break out, they just continue melting, and that's it. And Ash has survived a little moment where he looks at the clock, which is working, and you're like, oh, nice. Um, he goes outside to start his long walk home, but then evil spirit cam is back. Uh, and this was the scene shot on a bicycle, and it's really effective. And we see Ash get got, question mark? Yeah, he turns around and he senses the spirit coming. You see it coming right at him, and that's where the movie ends. Fucking love that ending. I think it's a great ending. Now, there, yeah, I guess I'll save it. But two is two picks up from here at a point in two, and literally, if you put them back to back, the two clips, it works fucking seamlessly mm. as a direct continuation from the first one. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. But they did not have the rights to Evil Dead 1, which we'll talk about yeah. next week. So that is that is what happened. This is basically a little serial killer. Basically. A, it is a serial killer. Yeah. Basically. We're using our brains a little bit. Although I'm sure some people will be disappointed about what we left out. or. I got drunk for this episode. I haven't been doing that for a while, but I love Evil Dead. I was like, I'm going to celebrate, and uh, here we are. On the clock on a a Wednesday. (laughs) Very adult decisions. Uh, Is it Wednesday? Oh, yeah, it is Wednesday. Fuck. Okay. Um, All right. Well, that's it, guys. Hey, reminder, send us in both your... Original Deadite catchphrases and your ev- favorite Evil Dead moments or memories. Let us give us send it on over, and you can win yourself a digital copy of uh, Evil Dead Rise now on digital uh, Evil Dead Rise movie.com. Um, and we will be giving those away in a couple weeks. So do that. Uh, we have a new ADAT coming out, I think, this week. I, I got to edit that and put it out. I'm going to be probably do. I'm not even going to say it because I'm doing it after this. Anyway, I'm doing the walking deads. We did another one. It was cool. It was fun. I got a DMCA takedown notice from Xfinity. Yep. I got like 40 of them. Uh, yeah, not from streaming it, but from getting the files. Oh, wait, you, you, Hey man, a VPN. I do have a fucking VPN, but then sometimes I'm like, I don't need it, and then I always get fucking whacked. So the two times I've gotten whacked the hardest, The Walking Dead, season eleven, which is on Netflix, and I own. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, why, why aren't you just streaming it on Netflix? Get this shit. Uh, I don't know because I'm a fucking asshole. And okay, and, and and the other one that like fucking got me bad, and I was like so pissed about it was fucking Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> in 2021, I got fucking hit because of Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> fucking worth it, though. Um. Anyway, that's enough piracy talk for today. Uh, 
that's it, guys. Um, so send those in. Evil Dead, man. So you say, are you still sold on a four? Uh, four? Four? Sorry, I'm yawning. Dude, I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> biggest yawn, biggest fucking yawn I ever seen. <laughs> fucking Paul moves. Um, <laughs> am I still sold on a four? I am at like a f- four and a half. All right, that's, that's fair. Hey, I'm four and a half. Well, five. Oh, wow. You went for <laughs> the horror show. I back. just think I just Remember, think, you went, you went from a 3.5 to start to five. I just think I'm going to watch two and be like, no, that's a four. That's what I think is going to happen. And this is a five. I don't even think I rated it a five on Motorbox. Let us look. Let us look. Also, that was my most like, that was my most like egregious rating period was like, that period of time was fucking psychotic with my rating system. We did a whole episode. Greasy Strangler. Did we, did we just on your ratings? Dude, like pretty much. I mean, there, There's an old episode. We should ask Alibaba to help us find it. There's an episode where we do like a 30-minute segment where you're like, Sean, we need to talk about what, what whatever it is the fuck you're doing on the internet. <laughs> on the internet. Because you were kind of so, want to bring that back. <laughs> you were so fucking furious about it. You were like, can you just walk me through what's happening here? <laughs> and you like... You went in order and you were like, okay, so let's just say <laughs> this is a two. Why is this a five? <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I, I want to listen to that. Dude, it's I was really, kind of feeling that today when I was looking at this one. It, uh, it, dude, it's still, it's still like one of my favorite things of all time. I think about it all the time and laugh because it is like I, I just had the most out of control. I, I don't think there was any rhyme or reason to my ratings. Like it was just whatever. And then, and then it also spawned a debate where I was like, I wish it was rated out of 10. And you were like, it's five. It's the same thing. And I was like, multiply by two. And I was like, no, it's different. And we like got into a debate about that, which I still believe. I believe 10 stars is a better rating system. Is it? <laughs> You're fucking flabbergasting me. It's too. Can we do that for a Patreon? Go through your ratings? Yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> also, somehow, you, somehow you, you didn't give Evil Dead 2 a rating, which is uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, it's honestly. I'm trying. Thank God, thank God, because like, <laughs> like I don't want to know. I don't want. I was honestly afraid you were gonna look it up, and it would be like one star, <laughs> defeating my entire argument. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Not as good as the original. <laughs> Not as good as that masterpiece. Oh, good. And the I did, fog I, the. The fog at two point five. Yeah. The fog, dude. I hate the fog. Fuck Steve. Dude, get the fuck out of Although here. Although I, <laughs> I just watched. <laughs> I hate the fog. 
I, I did just watch it with James, and it's not like as terrible as I as I thought. But you hate the fire. There's no fucking blood in it. I hate pirates, goofy pirates. Phantasm two point five. I don't know what phantasm. What's Phantasm? You don't know what Phantasm is? The fucking tall man? Dude, edit oh. that out. You're fucking oh. embarrassing. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot, guys. I'm like, no, wait. What do you say I gave it? 2.5. No, I, I have it here as three and a half. Well, okay. Wait, this I reviewed it three times this. and I changed it. All right, this is, Dude, this wait, is 2015. Wait, 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 wait. February February 21st, 2015, I gave it two and a half. 2.5, yeah. Then April, a year later, I give it three. And then October of that same year, <laughs> months later, I give it a three and a half. All right. It's well on its way to a five-star rating. <laughs> That's fucking psychotic. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else. <laughs> Uh, 2015, you know what? I gotta say, I gotta give you credit. Uh, your ratings, basket case, only three stars. That's probably, yeah, it's probably uh, not a great action. <laughs> uh, I mean, you gave Chud a higher star. <laughs> Chud rules. Did we do Chud on the show? Do Tales from the Hood only three and a half? That makes no sense. I don't know what's wrong with me, <laughs> Fun fact, I gave Tales from the Hood 2 two and a half, so. Well, <laughs> I, I'm trying to get to 2016, because like, like you said, I remember that being your like most unhinged era of just like wild ratings. I don't know what's going on. Um, let's see here. All right, we're at December here. All right, let's kick off January. Uh, still in December. How many fucking movies did you watch in December of 2015? Um, I was going on. Right. I was doing some crazy shit. All right, all right, all right. You watched a bunch of new movies to start off the mo- the year, so I can't even talk about that. Uh, this is a great podcast. Huh? <laughs> uh, Predators. Uh, all, right, all right. So far, not bad. So far, not bad. Fantastic two, three stars. I mean, I think the bigger issue is like w- looking at them and then comparing them Dude, to killer other- clowns from outer space. Two and a half stars. That makes no sense. I love two that. and a half stars. I literally, I know you do. I know you do. Like I might, like if somebody said, if somebody, if I just showed somebody killer clowns and they gave it two and a half stars, I'd be like, yeah, you know, fair. It's a fucking ridiculous movie, but I know you love that movie. <laughs> two and a half stars. I literally just bought killer clown shit yesterday. <laughs> Like, I literally bought a fucking Killer Clowns toy yesterday. I fucking love that movie. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Solid. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. What's <laughs> uh, right. Exorcist 3, four stars. That's fine. Four, that's... But, like, again, like, what was I thinking? Like, why... Like, if the other ones are rated... I don't know what I'm doing. Like, that the, that should not be rated for, for me. <laughs> I do. Based on all my other shit, like, what I, the fuck am I doing? I do agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Oh, man. Uh, the fuck is Child Eater? What are you watching? Uh, oh, that was like, oh, we had like, um, <laughs> that was the year we got the passes to the Brooklyn Film Fest, the Brooklyn oh, Horror yes, Fest. Yes. So I was watching a bunch of that weird shit. 
I know you love the Wolfman. Like your son loves the yes. Wolfman. You only gave it four stars. The who, the Wolfman. The dude. I, the, I, you've talked about the Wolfman since I've known you. Four. At least that there's got to be at least a five from you. There you go. Yeah, Evil but- Dead three and a half. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this town. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, five stars from you, which I I, I don't I don't know if you're that high on it. I'm, I never have been ever. <laughs> Did five stars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've been adamantly like, you know, this isn't as good as people think <laughs> since I've known you. <laughs> very, very much so. I got I like it, but like it's not like. Nightmare 3, four stars. Oh, look at that. Well, Turkey Shoot was also four stars, so. Wow. All right. Driller Killer, one and a half. Come on, man. I I do not like that movie. I do not like that movie. That that I might stick to. I'm not a fan of that movie. Come on. Come on. All right. Are we ending this episode? (laughs) No, I'm not. Well, I mean, (laughs) I'm still looking. I'm, I'm, I'm invested. All right. All right. You watch right. Django the Bastard. <laughs> what the fuck are you watching, dude? dude cult Cinema Challenge. Okay. <laughs> Django <laughs> the Bastard. Dude, Predator only four stars. Come on, man. Uh, ooh, I just got the chills. Um, uh, yeah, I don't same know. rate, same rating as Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Good thing I have a. Uh, Good thing I have a, uh, uh, what do they call it? A list, a list on here making fun of some other jerk offs fucking ratings. <laughs> <laughs> All because he gave the new Chucky a fucking low rating. <laughs> so yeah, all right, just real quick. Wild at Heart is a five star. I know you'd like that. That's fine. Uh, it 2017, five stars. Ah, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. All right. Uh, <laughs> the invitation, twenty fifteen, five stars. That that is actually a very embarrassing rating that I kind of hate. <laughs> it was, <laughs> dude. I see it like I don't really use Letterbox anymore, but like whenever I log in, oh, you know what it is? Because like somebody will be like, "What should I watch?" and I'll like pull up my Letterbox and go to like my highest rating, and then I just close it out because I'm like, <laughs> I can't even use this. <laughs> Let's, this list is useless. <laughs> wow, big big horns fan. Big big Daniel Radcliffe with Devil Horns fan. Four point five stars. <laughs> well listen. <laughs> Evil Dead is where I need to be nitpicking. <laughs> Yeah, and really, really question whether dude, uh, it deserves fucking Maggie, bro. You, you gave Maggie four point five stars. I love Maggie so much. Did you watch it? Better. It's a good movie. I'm, Arnold, fuck. Have, have you have you watched it since? No. This is not four point five stars, man. Sorry, sorry to break it to you. <laughs> the fuck is Cargo? Cargo's oh, Cargo five? fucking rocks. Cargo is fucking amazing. I Cargo, Cargo made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold, four star. 
It probably should be high. Should be higher. Castle Freak is three and a half stars, so. That's nuts. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey shoot four stars. <laughs> this is, cr- dude, a Christmas horror story I gave four stars. That's fucking yeah. mental. Yeah. yeah, Greasy Strangler, four stars. That's fair. That's a fair rating. This is not the <laughs> hard. Hard disagree. Conjuring 2, four stars, right? Don't even... Uh, oh, I do like the Conjuring movie. Big fan of uh, Henry Rollins being a, <laughs> I saw being it. Kane. I didn't want you to see it. I didn't want you to see it. I didn't want you to see it. I passed it. <laughs> that movie's good. I, I, no, I passed it and was like, oh, I hate this so much. <laughs> Witching and bitching, four stars. Uh, dude, that movie is so fucking underrated. If you haven't seen Witching and Bitching, please watch it, everyone. I think it's fucking incredible. It's Spanish. It's fucking great. Oh, wait. I actually, I think I did like this movie. All right. I'm with your four star. Well, we can wrap it up here. Okay. Thanks. I think you deleted some. I think, I think you, dude, I've I never deleted you, any. I've never I think fucking, you purged some. I think. <laughs> I Dude, I've never purged it. Dude, I purged some. Dude, I'm telling you, because what was the one you said earlier that I put as a five star? Oh, horns? Horn? No. <laughs> that. that fucking horns was it one of whatever one you like just mentioned recently like i i i every time i fucking log in and i'm like i like sort by five star i'm like i see that it's it's one of them it's five or four stars hang on but every single time i see it i'm like oh that is like the most embarrassing shit i've ever seen in my fucking life and like i i don't purge it because it's well, I probably thought I could use it as a bit on the show. Because it is funny as fuck. It fucking cracks me up. Yeah, horns is four star. Uh, <laughs> same same as same rating as Hologram Man from 1995. Why did I watch that? Why the fuck did I watch that? And why did I give it a four star? Dude, that's Dude, fucking crazy. Dude, hey. Oh wait, no, that's from Friends. Activity from Friends. How many? I hope it was me. I hope it was me that gave hologram. (laughs) No, there's, there's only like usually when I see it because I have like there's like a bunch of friends. I don't even know who they are. There's only two people that rated it that I'm friends with. Hologram man. Fucking what even is that? I don't even know. I don't even know. Fucking. I gave everything four stars, it appears. Except not. Because <laughs> then there's other good movies or whatever. Anyway. Dude, Repulsion I gave four stars. Which, by the way, I'm sure people rate it even higher than that. Again, not a movie I would give four stars in a fucking million years. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just knowing me. What the fuck what am I doing? <laughs> And sick in the head, this fucking guy. <laughs> Jeez. We're both pretty high on Ten Cloverfield Lane, though, which which I love. That's great. Uh was that the one with John Goodman? Yeah, I want to rewatch that because they're they're actually gonna. I I read that they might be making a Cloverfield sequel, which I really like that movie. I like the Cloverfield. All right, that's it, guys. Um. I don't know. That might be a Patreon episode. We'll find out. We'll find out when I edit it. Um, thank you all so much for for your support. If you want to support us, you can head over to patreon.com 
slash I hate horror. No. Yes. No. What is at? Yes. Dude, why am I having a meltdown right now? You're right, man. You're right. I just want to say somebody said for 10 Cloverfield Lane, John Goodman is the kaiju in this one. <laughs> that's the, that's Dude, the, best, that's the best review I've ever heard. That's fucking funny. <laughs> um yeah patreon.com slash i hate horror if you want to support us and join us uh live show this month is army of darkness which will be oh that's gonna be a great night that's a night we're just drinking we'll have lots of fun bits lots of fun stuff to say probably play some three stooges clips I was just going to say we need some some whipped cream pies to the face (laughs) oh yes how do we get Paul on how do we in person? Yeah, that's a question. That's a question. We could do it. The- we could do it at that Bye. venue that we talked about briefly. I've already forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So support us over at Patreon. This is the longest <laughs> ending of all time. Uh, you can also <laughs> find us at uh, uh, Instagram at I Hate Horror Facebook. And I hate horror. I dude, I feel like I'm like losing my mind right now. Um, yeah, that's it. Check us out. Adios. Glass <laughs> glass box is probably like, you know what? <laughs> we made a terrible fucking mistake. <laughs> uh patreon.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Instagram at I hate horror, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. And Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. And that is it. Thank you to Joe. Thank you to all of you. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.